Yeah, there might not be a lot of sunshine out right now, but don't let it fool you. It's going to be hot today. We are in the middle of a heat advisory right now. We'll get another update with Candy Cullerton in the newsroom here shortly on News Radio 923. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. I want to welcome Marie Mott from Escambia County Health Department, Florida Department of Health. Good morning. Good morning. I, I love the bumper music this morning. I felt like we needed it. Even though, even though, yes, we're going to talk about some heat but that's the that's the best intro music I've heard in a long time so it just makes you want to kind of dance it does and it's appropriate because it does feel like today we are walking on sunshine we're getting close to sunshine or at least walking on the sun yes exactly (laughs) you see the meme where it shows America or the world and then the sun right next to Florida that's how we sometimes feel. So it's a good reminder today. And I'm glad we have heat advisories. I'm glad technology exists to give us an alert on our phones. Hey, bzz, just so you know, don't go out between 12 and 7 today because it's hot and you need extra water and electrolytes. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that this morning. If you have a question or comment, you can text in 850-437-1620. But before we jump into that conversation, I want to give you a moment. Any updates or anything going on? Oh, thank you. And yes, and uh, I do have Bridget from our communications department here with me today as well, just in case you hear another voice piping in. Um, That's Bridget. You met her last month. That's right. Yeah, the last time we were in here. Um, and, uh, uh, just a touch base on, let me get, I've got a lot of notes this morning. There's just a lot of things going on. Okay. Excellent. Um, touch base on our, um, other updates. Uh, I think I've mentioned before, but I just want to update again or mention again, um, meningitis, uh, is kind of on the rise in California. Where did that come from? (laughs) It might be, but we're talking about Florida. (laughs) It probably is everything's on the rise in California, whether it's panic or crime, probably meningitis too. Who knows? Yeah, as I say, it might be. But yeah. but in Florida, we have some um, cases of meningitis that are mm. typically higher than what we normally see. Um, not have any reports in this part of Florida right now, but just because we're seeing that statewide, I do want to stress the importance of being aware of that and um, keeping your vaccination status for that up to date. So, you know, risk groups include, um, for example, college and university students. I think a lot of schools require that vaccine before starting. Um, But people who haven't been vaccinated um, in the last five years might want to talk to their doctor about getting a booster for meningitis. Okay, very good. Reach out to your primary physician um, or and check out, you can always call the health department to get your records too. Yes, you can call the health department um, for vaccines as well. We mm-hmm. have an appointment line that's 850-595-6554. Um, this is a really good time of year to also be thinking about um, back to school vaccinations. If you have kids starting school or starting middle school, there's some required vaccines. Um, And I believe those are on the school district website. So you can find out that information from the school district. Um, But you can also, you know, talk to your primary care pediatrician or call the health department for back to school vaccine appointments as well. So, um, you know, I kind of like to try to coordinate with my pediatrician's office um, so that you can do things all in one visit if you need a physical. Um, But you could also, again, do that. as well at the health department if needed. Okay. So. Yeah, I know they just got out of school, but I feel like zip, 
then they're back in. I know, I know. It's time to really start thinking about back to school. I've already bought clothes for my daughter. For Stop it. You're so funny. Okay, we're more like than we even realized because me too. I'm like, let's just tuck this away in the back of the closet for later. Right? Well, yeah, because, you know, the stuff that they wear in the fall is on clearance right now. So Exactly. <laughs> the lady at the Dillard's was like, there's something wrong with this woman because it's 88 degrees and she is buying pants. But hey. When they're $6, I'm buying them. Now, now you know where to go. Go to the clearance rack and deal. <laughs> um, so tips for moms. Exactly. Well, and people need to know those things too, though, because with inflation, you know, even just with uh, everything going on in the world, you just don't know. But kids continue to grow. Consignment mm -hmm. is not shameful. In fact, you find mm -hmm. the cutest things at consignment shops, thrift stores, lets them have their own little style for a whole lot cheaper but that's down a different avenue we just are thinking about those things already reusing school items too are a good idea yep so it's good to start preparing for the fall right now to get it out of the way so you're not scrambling with everybody else at the end of summer yeah and like I said that that comes to that also goes for those back to school vaccines because that is something we do see oh yes. um the last week of July up to the first couple weeks of you August can't get into a doctor is, and everybody's trying to come into the health department and oh, yeah. um and you may not be able to get in quickly there either because it's it's gonna be busy so beat the rush do it now get your vaccine records uh, get your back to school vaccines all those kind of things are in order I've got mine ready to go turn in this week so um so you know that way I don't have to worry about it in August so exactly excellent that's excellent tips right there so now um one or two other updates um the end of June every year is um National HIV AIDS Testing Day it's usually June 27th and so that's that's one of those fixed date observations so sometimes it falls on a weekend sometimes it falls on a weekday um, so there's going to be some events in the community encouraging people to get tested and we've got those kind of in the formative phases right now there's going to be a couple of events but um, you can also um, get tested at the health department as well all that information is on our website so we will uh, be sharing that out some more over the course of the next couple of weeks of what's coming up leading up to June 27th. So, Okay, very good. Uh, so we are talking all things in preparation, whether it is for testing or for vaccinations, end of the summer. We're still at the beginning of summer. We're now really feeling those the summer uh, heat start to rise. People are going to the beach. We're seeing record numbers consistently <laughs> being broken. So we need people to remember to take care of themselves in the summertime. Yes. And I was in a meeting this morning. I, you know, we were planning on talking about heat and heat stress and heat illness this morning. But um, my previous appointment this morning uh, on my phone popped up a FEMA advisory. Um, Great. And that we are in a, under a heat advisory today until mm -hmm. 7 o'clock Central Time. Um, heat index values between 105 and 110 degrees are expected. Um, and that is across the south central and southwest Alabama, northwest Florida, southeast Mississippi. So pretty much along the northern Gulf Coast, um, we're expecting we're that. We're in a hot, hot spot. Yeah, hot temperatures, high humidity, which can cause heat illnesses to occur. Yeah. Um, this and is this is the day where if you see your neighbor out doing yard work, elderly neighbor, just go and ask them, you know, hey, you know, we're in a heat advisory in the nicest way. Please be nice about it. 
um, can I get you water or you want some electrolytes, you want a Gatorade, I guess if you have it in the house, offer them something because some people just don't know. Right. So they go out. And they have a routine and, and, you know, it's just on Mondays I go out and weed the front flower bed and this Monday is maybe not the best day to do that. So, Mm-mm. so you know, encourage safety, uh, keep an eye on them. If, if there's something they really want to keep doing, then, you know, just pop out there every few minutes and just eyeball them and make sure they're okay. Um, but do, yeah, try to stay indoors, encourage people to stay indoors, stay in air conditioned places if, if you can. Um, you know, a lot of times there are opportunities at places like libraries and shopping centers and things like that to stay cooler if, um, if you don't have air conditioning in your home. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's a, actually, so Malcolm Ballinger was on earlier this morning and, you know, he owns Ballinger Publishing. Um, so Pensacola Magazine, Business Climate, and then one of our favorites is Downtown Crowd. And so actually this issue right now, and people can find it online, is uh, all about beating the summer heat. So reminding yourself it's okay to do indoor activities. Although we're always encouraged, get that outdoor time. You can do that early in the morning, right? You can do that later in the evening. Of course, you know, be safe if you walk at night or, you know, exercise at night too or whatever. But um, there's, you know, bowling. You can find uh, kids bowling for free clubs online. Um, Roller skating too. They even have like roller skating uh, events where it's Wednesdays or kid-free days. There's all different things. what was the other one? Oh, local bookstores and libraries. They have indoor like reading times and things like that, which, you know, these are things to do where everybody's safe and not outside on a day like today with high heat index, um, but you're still like getting your brain moving and you're not getting stir crazy. Yeah, yeah, and that, that does help to, to move around, but to not get overheated, that's important. Um, but yeah, staying indoors, um, I had a train of thought and I just totally lost it. So it was kind of right. No, that's I've okay. got too many notes. Um, I brought too many things to, to reference this morning, but, um, but paying attention to signs of heat illness and heat stress is another kind of important thing. So if you start to think that you're feeling like weak or dizzy, maybe a little faint, a little nauseous, nauseated, I think is the word. Um, you notice that your breathing has changed or having any types of muscle cramping, elevated heart rate, if you can feel it, some people can sense that. Um, so that's are signs that you might want to, you know, take it easy, slow down, get somewhere cooler, uh, make sure you hydrate. Um, if you, you know, don't resolve pretty quickly with those, I would get some medical attention. Um, so, you know, you kind of want to take care of yourself that way. Um, also, if you are going to be outside or in a warm place, think about what you're wearing and what kind of support you have in terms of maintaining your body temperature. So I think I've mentioned hydration. I think you've mentioned hydration, but that's going to be a number one thing. If you have a way to take cool liquids, it's even better, but any liquids are better than none. I've got my water here that I'm sipping on just because my throat's a little scratchy. Um, when I talk a lot, I get kind of dry mouth. So I feel you. Um, um, and it's not cold anymore, but you know, it's still helping hydrate. Yeah. And to rem- 
to remind yourself to have that water bottle, whether it's that, um, like, I don't know what it's called. Is it like titanium or aluminum water bottle, you know, to keep it with you so it doesn't get warm in the car? You don't want warm water in the car. Mm -hmm. No, nobody wants to drink that. (laughs) It just doesn't feel as refreshing. Yeah, it could hydrate you, obviously, but it just doesn't taste as great. Um, But, and I've recommended too, is looking for electrolytes that are not as high in sugar. Mm Mm-hmm and kind of taking a look at you know the the contents um there's tons out there and you can even go to just a local um whether it's the vitamin shop or a local grocery store and asking the asking them hey do you have a lower sugar option for electrolytes for me for my kids or you know for my mom who's 65 and I want to make sure that she's hydrated when she's going out to do her gardening you definitely want to hydrate 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 today definitely want to hydrate today and again you know something as simple as as squeezing some lemon or lime or orange slices into your water will also help with some of that as well and it's not not too overly sweet changes the flavor of the water gives you mixes it up a little bit but um you know just definitely keeping that hydration status up to date as or up, up to speed as much as possible is is pretty important if you are feeling overheated again like i said seek medical attention other things you can do would be um get you know some cool wet towels or cloths to put around your neck put on your head take a cool shower if you can get in a a pool if you can um just you know other things to there's no cool shame in the down. sprinkler game marie oh that's right <laughs> the sprinklers i those we didn't really have a pool growing up in jersey we had a sprinkler in the backyard yep. and we were just run over that bad boy all day long. <laughs> yes that was a big thing as a kid i remember running in the sprinklers yeah and it works i mean you have one for your your garden or whatever it's you can get cheap ones too just to keep around for the summer because it's not just going to be today i think that's what you really want to remind people of today marie is today is a reminder hey we need to be prepared and we need to hydrate all summer long we i saw it at the beach a week or two ago somebody had heat i guess exhaustion or sun poisoning one of the two and was passed out and so the paramedics were there and it's a lot of work on them too when yes. they're out and about at the beach or around town, um, trying to keep everybody safe and get them medical attention. Yes, this is kind of the first of probably many because I think this is the first heat advisory we've had this year, but this will be the last. Um, it is only June and uh, July, August, and September tend to be kind of a little bit warmer than even June does. Um, public safety emergency management in Escambia County has put out their um, preparedness guide. Mm-hmm. And I don't have one with me, but um, I think you can get them. I know they're online at, at myescambia.com, and they have them in different places around the community. But there's a section in there. You know, everybody thinks about hurricane preparedness when they think about the preparedness guide. But in there, they do have um, a section on heat safety and, and, and heat preparation. So things you can do to stay prepared um, for heat advisories and heat events is, is going to be, you know, good thing to have in your pocket as we get into the summer. Um, the other thing that people don't always think about or, you know, that actually uh, there's a lot of talk about this now, but um, doesn't necessarily come up to mind when we're talking about preparing for heat safety is is vehicle heat safety. So, you know, don't leave anybody, uh, a human or non-human, in your vehicle in the summertime. Uh, look before you lock, I think, is the thing. So check everything. Make sure you haven't left any children pets those kind of things in the car um you know if you have to take them with you 
unbuckle them all and take them with you or try to you know not take them out in the in the heat if you don't have to Mm -hmm. so you don't end up in that situation so that's important Um, another thing that people don't always think about when it comes to preventing heat illness is sunscreen so and that's important because um, when your skin is burned then it does not function like it should so part of what of our skin's job is is to help keep us cool with um, protecting our body sweating um, regulating heat and when it's burned it's kind of not working right so sunscreen is kind of a long range uh, tactic I guess mm-hmm. keeping your skin healthy so that it does function in heat very well so um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else when it comes to that loose lightweight light colored loose fitting clothing is another thing that Sometimes it's better to wear lightweight, very loose, long pants and long sleeves versus, you know, where your skin's exposed. Um, and that will sometimes help keep you cooler than, you know, our instinct is to take off as much as we can because we're hot. But Right. But <clears throat> those lightweight clothing that um, if we dampen them, if it's really hot, that helps with the body cooling, uh, helps protect from sunburn. Um, I've kind of taken to wear shirts with sleeves when I run instead of tank tops or sport tops because it does give me a little bit more skin protection and then and then it holds that moisture to the body so it can evaporate when you are in a hot condition so so those are that's a really good tip I like that and you know I like a lot of like the light cotton linen clothing for being out it's just a lot more comfortable you know you kind of feel like that that stickiness isn't residual it doesn't stick around mm-hmm. um but yeah and there's a lot of options and like we mentioned before you don't have to go out and break the bank to find loose fitting clothes you can go to local thrift and consignment shops we have some great ones all over pensacola and um including pace as well if you travel out that way for work there are consignment shops you can get that loose and it's sometimes better go a size up don't just buy your size where it tightly yeah. fits yes buy a size up a little bit loose and yeah when it comes to um, secondhand stores and consignment stores um, one of the things that I've noticed is you know a lot of the uh, sports events around the area have taken to buying these kind of technical fabric t-shirts for their for their event t-shirts and a lot of people will donate those and so um, so those are available in the thrift stores and consignment stores and secondhand stores for a really good price compared to what you would have to go buy them in a retail store for I saw this well there's a couple things and our friend Catherine texted in she said you can buy a small kiddie pool and play place place block ice in it kids and dogs both love it I love that idea I also saw you know I hate to say the word it's a two the two words but TikTok was showing that you could put water in balloons freeze them and put them in a kiddie pool and then over time they thaw out and you can either put the water is in there to keep it cool but the kids will play with them obviously and then once it melts which would only take like an hour and a half or so it will turn into water balloons and you just have a good time and pommel each other (laughs) so there's all different ideas and I love that thank you Catherine for that dogs love ice I don't know what it is they love chewing on ice yes Yes. we want to keep the dogs cool as well so make sure you take them in indoors too Yes, and I'm trying to think if I've covered most of the highlights before we move on. Just going to double check. Um, 
Again, I think one of the important things is is connecting with your family and neighbors and checking on each other. Um, and particularly if you know you have uh, people in your neighborhood or in your little sphere of the world that live alone and and maybe are even older that might be higher risk for for illnesses other um, people that are high risk for heat illnesses again children and, and infants so you know just keep them in the shade out of the sun as much as possible I remember you know my mom not letting us go out between 10 and 2 it was at Which, all in the summer. So. Did you grow up here? Yes. Oh, okay. No, in Jersey, there was no thing. You were gone all day. It was like, if it's between 10 and 2, don't go home. <laughs> but again, we are a lot warmer here, so it's different. So especially transplants, people are moving here. They're now going to see, hey, we do take care of ourselves a little extra in the summer. And that's why you see our blinds shut and us not leave our house for a few hours. <laughs> no, no. After two, it was, you know, out and don't Get come out. home till the streetlights. <laughs> streetlights, come on. See? Oh, good. But, and our moms are very much alike. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, it was that the heat of the day part that, that was, you know, kind of that riskier time of day. And so just, you know, be aware of that. Right now, we, like I said, are under heat advisory till about 7 p.m. tonight. Um, so you just want to be very vigilant about how much activity you're doing outside and how you take care of yourself. But um, but those are those are some good tips that people have shared. So I appreciate that. Yeah, go see a movie. Go do something fun inside as a family, or for a date. You know, take your mom to dinner. Do something indoors. Um, you know, there's plenty of options, and we have great things in Escambia County for people to do. So we don't have to cook outside today. Yes. That is that is very good. We have a lot of great resources, I, and so I hear music. We do. We I know we, we ran out of time, but you go to Escambia. Bridget didn't even get to I talk. <laughs> she nodded her head a whole lot. Hey, Marie, Bridget, thank you for coming in today. Everybody, stay cool. Heat advisory is in effect. Have a fantastic day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks.